T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's baseball season. So let's talk high school baseball with some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state of Wisconsin. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Now, here's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show. Presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. we got a busy show today. We're going to talk to a number of coaches that won state championships. Baseball and softball. The first hour, it's all baseball. We're going to talk uh, with Spencer Lee from Wanakee, Bill Coker from Athens, and Jared Washburn from Webster. And uh, David Casey, Milwaukee Baseball Academy, we're going to have him join us uh, at 1030. He's got a really good idea for next year, and uh, we're going to talk to him about that. The second hour, Whitnell High School uh, head coach Tom Hickman is going to join me in studio with a couple of his players. We're also going to talk to the head coach at Horicon, Roger uh, Schliwe, who won a state championship. But our first guest, Wanakee's had a good good year, man, in a number of sports, and Spencer Lee's the head head baseball coach. At Wanakee, and they uh, they won a state championship. Spencer, congratulations! Thanks for a few minutes. You bet. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on with you this morning, and it's always fun to talk about the team that I got to coach this year. So, thanks again. Well, that uh, was a heck of a team. You guys won the uh, tied for first, I guess, with Beaver Dam in the Badger North uh, Conference. Uh, coach, looking at your schedule, man, you guys got hot at the right time, no doubt. And when you look at uh, you know the regionals, the regional final it was three nothing win against uh, against Toma, and then offensively you guys just really got after it for a couple of games, and then a three one win against Green Bay Preble. Um, boy, it's it just what a great run these boys went on. Uh, you know they did. This is a group that uh, most of these guys are seniors, and uh, one of our juniors, Nate Stevens, they've been playing on the varsity team since they're either freshmen or sophomores. Um, so they've been on the big stage quite a few times growing up and everything like that. And, uh, you know, they just felt really ready and really confident come postseason that they were going to make some noise um, and that they were going to be ready if it was a slugfest or if it was a pitcher's duel. Uh, they felt like they could win any style of game that, uh, you know, happened on that day. And, you know, they proved that to be right. Uh, the confident, Their confidence in themselves really showed uh, game after game after game as, a, as we went through the postseason. Coach, did you know um... – you know, near the stretch that as coaches, and I've, I've coached for a while myself, you, you get a feel for a team, um, you know, middle of the season to the end, that, that this is a team that's got a chance to get hot at the right time. Did you feel that with this with this group? I really did. Um, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the postseason. There's upsets all the time. You know, good teams, some of the best teams in the state do get beaten in the postseason. I know they get upset in the regional or the sectional. But, um, you know, we hit a little bit of a speed bump middle of the season. We lost to Arrowhead. We ended up playing in the championship game in Janesville Craig. That was a Friday, Monday at the end of April. Um, and that was really kind of a turning point for our team where, um, you know, we 
we all kind of realized there's work to be done here. Um, and I really love the approach our guys had coming off of those couple of tough losses. Um, and I think that's really what, uh, what spurred us on to being able to have the postseason success. But we definitely felt like we had a chance to make a run in the postseason and, and compete with the big boys in the state. Hey, Coach, how do you? How long have you been uh, coaching at Wanakee, by the way? Uh, this is my 22nd year as a head coach at Wanakee this year. Okay, so you, you've been through all this. How do you handle come playoff time? You know, some coaches want to hold – their number one pitcher, so when they get to the second game that day, they got a chance. Do you just throw your best out there and hope for the best? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, quite a few years ago, um, you know, I've had a longtime assistant, and Tim Momarks has been with me for 13 years, and I've had some other guys work with me a long time. And, you know, the one thing we, we really settled on is you're not guaranteed the next game, so let's win this one and throw the best we have at them, regardless of what the other team's record is or anything like that. Um, and that's been that's something that's worked for us really well here um, over the years is is – Let's win the let's win the first one because uh, we won't, we might not get the second one if we goof around too much first time around. Yeah, I, I agree with that. When you guys got uh, when this group got up to uh, to play up in Appleton at Fox City Stadium, um, that's a whole different animal, right, Coach? When <laughs> when you get up there, and I've been up there quite a few times, and I've actually been on that field a couple of times. It it really is a, it it just has a different feel than than any other park you've played in, correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a beautiful field, a beautiful facility. It's so much bigger than anywhere else we play. Um, and, you know, last year we made it uh, to the state tournament. We lost right yep. away to Kimberly. Um, you know, having that experience was really important, I think, for our guys to be able to manage those those emotions and those those feelings of playing in, in such a different place in a unique setting like that. Um, and, and that's one thing that I think really led our guys to uh, feeling very comfortable and very confident with the, with the setting that we're in against the great teams we were playing is that, it was still baseball, you know. Somebody brought up about Hoosiers how when they measured how far the right. how high the rim was and everything like that. We had, you know, a couple of guys said, "Hey, I think the bases are still ninety feet here, aren't they?" And we said, "Yeah, they are." So, um, you know, they were they were just really loose, relaxed, and confident. And uh, you know, the the setting was a place that they thrive to be in, as opposed to were nervous about being at. Hey, Spencer, Wanakee is. Uh... Yeah, obviously, when when you when you're in and around high school sports, if you talk about Wanakee, you talk about Coach Rice and the football program. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. It 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 really is. He's done a great job with that program. Do you feel like the success they have in that program uh, carries over into other programs within the school? Oh, it absolutely does. Um, I mean, Coach Rice and I have been friends for a long time. I mean, he's been a a great asset to our baseball program uh, ever since I took over 22 years ago. And, you know, you look at uh, the what they do with our weight program that our kids, all our kids work out in, um, you know, just in terms of building them as athletes. Um, they build them for all sports, not just football. Um, you know, so we've got guys who, who have great training, cut cutting edge training going on. And then we have multiple guys on our team. Um, you know, if I do a quick count, there's probably – five, six, seven of our guys, uh, seven, eight of our guys on the on our varsity team who were part of the state football championship team last fall. Um, and playing in big games and, and just the, the great coaching and the great leadership they get from our football program is something that definitely assists us in all the other sports at our school. Boy, that's that's good. Hey, um, Ryan McMillan was a uh, my co-host yeah. last year. I, th- I hope he's going to yeah. be my co-host again this year. Uh, was he a baseball guy? Yeah, Ryan was a three-year varsity player for us back in the day. Well, uh, oh, that that pro, they, hey, that program must have been really down if he played varsity as a sophomore. <laughs> hey, he was a good player for yeah, us. Yeah, I uh, bet. He was a hard worker, and uh, 
you know, he was part of our 99 team that made it to state. Um, I think he was a sophomore that year, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, he was he was a guy who helped us get there a long time ago now. You know, Spencer, when I talk to him about Wanakee, um, he is a Wanakee kid. He, you know what, oh, yeah. he lives here now. He lives in Oconomowoc, or, and, and he's at Muskego. But when you talk to him about growing up in Wanakee, man, his eyes light up, and, and he loves to tell people that that's his hometown. And I'm yeah, wondering about about the city of Wanakee and the people there that make a guy like Ryan, who's who's lived now, you know, other places, but that's truly his home. And he he'll say things like, "Look, I I learned how to be a better man there. I learned how to be a better player, better coach." I'm wondering what about Wanakee makes him say that. You know, it, it's funny you say that because back when I was in college in the late 80s or early 90s at UW-Lacrosse, I met some guys from Wanakee. And that type of pride that they had even before it kind of blew up here with state championships in football and that one in baseball, among other sports, um, those guys had just a tremendous amount of pride in being from Wanakee and what it meant to be a Wanakee warrior. And at the time, I didn't really get it. You know, I was young and, and didn't really understand. But now that my wife is originally from Wanakee and we live here. Um, and it is it is just something that's really ingrained in these kids, the pride in, in giving your best and, and being part of a team and not being an individual, but being part of a team and something that's for the greater good. Um, you know, that gets built in all our youth programs. Um, and by the time these kids get to high school, they're so excited to put on the uniform regardless of the sport. Um, and it means a lot to them. Uh, and it's, you know, it makes my job easy as a coach because by the time we get them at the high school level, those they've learned those lessons already, um, and they they know what it means to be a Wanakee warrior and how 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 it is such a great thing to have the chance to be as successful as they might be. Um, and that makes it that makes it easy for all of us to to do our jobs to the best of our ability. Hey Spencer, with with uh, the other coaches that I'm going to have on, uh, Coach uh, Coker from Athens and and Coach Washburn from from Webster. You know, you guys will always be able to say that you won the last spring state tournament. Yeah. I mean, yeah, how are you? And, fe- uh, how are you feeling about um, having to play summer next year? Um, you know, the, with the summer season being this being the last season of it, um, actually, um, you know, I've I've wished for a long time that the WI would go to a single season. Yeah, uh, I, because I think I, I think that uh, you get you get really the true the true champion of the state and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I completely. You know what? I, I've talked about this three hundred times, coach, and I just completely <laughs> screwed that up. Obviously, um, the, with summer going away, the influx of of more teams coming to spring, um, good thing for baseball. I think it's a great thing. I think some of those kids who you know have never played high school baseball because they're playing on their travel circuit in the summertime. I think getting some of those kids, I'm, I'm assuming some of those kids will play high school ball now um, in the springtime, and I think that's great for our sport and great for our game to have more of those elite players hopefully playing for their high school teams in the spring before they get on the travel circuit in the summer. Um, I think that's good for high school baseball you, in Wisconsin, and I'm looking forward to it. Coach, do you lose many kids um, that, that don't play for your high school team and they play for travel teams? Um, that hasn't happened to us at this point. Good. Um, there are there are a few schools in the Madison area um, who lost a couple kids this spring to it, and that's really the first time that's happened. Um, and I'm hoping it doesn't happen here because you know uh, the travel ball is is fantastic, and you know it really helps kids get exposure and everything like that. But uh, there's there's something special about playing for your high school. Hey, do you think with with summer going away and, and spring being um, when baseball throughout the state is going to be played, one of the things that we talk about on this show is the fields and umpires. Are you guys going to have any issues up in your neck of the woods with, with either uh, fields or umpires? 
the the with fields it shouldn't be too much of a problem other than when we you know we got snow in the middle of May this year which or middle of April I should say which made it uh, a bit of a challenge for us um, but you know umpires is the is probably the biggest area where where there's a shortage in the Madison area um, you know and that's but right now more so it is at the at the freshman and JV levels where um, I know they passed some some rules that you can play with one umpire now if you want to and everything like that because um, you know that can be a challenge we've had to stack some every JV and freshman teams plan different days we've had to play them on the same day sometimes so we can have umpires there so they can do both games um, so we've had to do a little shuffling and everything like that already and you know i don't know if that's going to get better or worse yeah either do i and it's going to be a down in this neck of the woods i i keep hearing from umpires and and some athletic directors that say look we're going to really this is going to be a a huge issue coming up next year hey spencer thank you so much for your time congratulations want to keep getting a state championship and uh, that's great for you and your com- community, and I appreciate you coming on my show. You bet. I appreciate it. It's uh, It's been a fun week and a half in, in Wanakee here because our whole community is excited about it, just like they are with any other sport. And uh, you know, I appreciate you having me on and getting a chance to talk about it again today. And, and will you talk to Ryan McMillan and say, hey, you know, we we finished it this year. We got it done <laughs> this year, not like <laughs> back, right. in, back when you were there. Hey, Spencer, thanks a lot. Have a good day, sir. Thanks. You too. I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Uh, Bill Coker from Athens is going to join us on the other side. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking to state champion winners this week, for the most part. David Casey from Milwaukee Baseball Academy is going to join us at 10:30. But we talked to Spencer Lee from Wanakee, and now Bill Coker from Athens joins us. Hey, Bill, congratulations! Back-to-back state championships, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Man, that's awesome. Hey, where is Athens? Athens is about 25 miles west and a little bit north of Wausau. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You guys, uh, in that conference, you went 10-0 in the Merwood North Conference. 10-0, is that a pretty good baseball conference, Coach? It is. Um, there's a Merrillwood North and a Merrillwood South, and we kind of do a little crossover, but um, there's um, consistently good teams. You've got Marathon in the, in the South. You've got Rib Lake in the North. Um, Rib Lake has been consistently at uh, you know, a, a state powerhouse. Um, Schwamigan's in there, and recently Phillips has had some really nice teams. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, you get pretty good competition throughout the year. Coach, how long have you been, uh, you've been coaching at Athens for how long? Uh, this was my fifth year. I, I, I teach in Stratford, which is just up the road about 15 miles, um, and I coached there for 18. I was a head coach at Stratford for 18 years. And then my family, we, my kids go to school in Athens, so I actually had to coach against my older son oh, boy. a couple times, and that didn't sit real well at home. No. So, uh, yeah, so then I, I resigned from there, and just some weird events took place, and I ended up as the head coach at Athens. Boy, that had to be difficult, Coach. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. Um, actually, uh, my older son Shane, he's uh, uh, 
Uh, he, he played at Creighton for two years, and now he's at lacrosse. So um, he's really, you know, we're familiar with the baseball scene, and he and I were pretty good about it, but um, the, the mother at home yes. um, was, was not real good about it. So. Yeah, I, I coach basketball. I can't imagine coaching against my son. My, my wife would be on his side the whole time. Oh, for sure, guaranteed. And, yeah. uh, they, they, and I, I would expect her to be, you know. That, yes. That's, she should be. Uh, but yes, that's that. That was a that was tough. But we figured it out, and uh, it's 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 gone well, I guess. Okay, Leahy, let's talk about this year's team and and the run that you guys made. You know, looking at your schedule, coach, you had some cancellations, obviously with with the weather, um, and it looks like you guys obviously you know did started out really really well. You lost a game to Marathon, and then you lost that one to Wausau East, and it looks at at least for me that was May twenty fifth. Didn't lose again after that, and and that was you know your last regular season game, and so these kids got hot right at the right time, and there was a couple of hairy games there, coach. The the twelve eleven win at Abbotsford, and the three to one obviously in the semis against Ithaca that you guys needed to come back and and beat them and rally late to beat them. So this this group showed a lot of guts uh, down the stretch. Yeah, and um, and if you look carefully, that Abbotsford, that twelve eleven to Abbotsford in the regionals, yeah. we had beat them earlier in the season, thirteen to nothing and thirteen to one. I see that. But they are uh, they're a very athletic team and um, and senior dominated. So early on, they really didn't have it put together. Um, but by the end of the year, they gave us everything we could we could handle. I mean, it was uh, uh, we we were up by nine runs at one point, and uh, it got. Uh, um, they, they, it was, it was like trying to hold sand in your oh, hand. Oh boy! Just, it just was running right through your fingers as the game was going. Boy, do you, do you feel more? Is there anything you feel more helpless than? I've had that happen too, and it, there just is nothing you can do to stop it. It's crazy, and you know, you would think it's, it's, just, it's baseball. It's not that big of a deal, but, um, but there really is that momentum side. And, uh, you know, just a base hit here or an error here. And, I mean, that's all it takes to open up the floodgates. And, and uh, it, is, it is tough to stop sometimes. You know, Coach, reading uh, about the championship game against Thorpe, not the cleanest game of all time. Nobody's uh-huh. going nobody's gonna to put that on YouTube and say, young people, here's how you play high school baseball. There were some errors. That's, you know, it's a long day for these kids, correct? It is. Um, I don't know. Um, we we had a really unusual situation at Athens this year. Um, and I'm not sure if uh, there's a lot of people that were familiar with it. Um, my assistant coach, Dale Westfall, um, we lost his son, who was part of our team. Um, he was a freshman on our team. We've only got we've only got 19 guys on uh, out for baseball in Athens, and we lost him in a UTV accident. I did um, read on, that. Yes, on June 2nd, and that was. Uh, that was a real turning point for us. Um, I mean, every this is a really, really nice, nice young man, um, always smiling, to love the outdoors, and his dad is a is a beloved figure in our community. Um, he coaches three sports. He's the head coach for foot uh, for wrestling. Um, he's he's an assistant coach in in, in football. And he's an assistant coach in. Bay. I mean, he's just he's a rock of that foundation of uh, that school. I mean, he's always up there. The kids love him. He's this big man. Um, and so it was really a, a, a tough, tough two weeks there for this group of young men to, to try to swallow. They had to endure more than most, uh, most would have to at that age. You know, I read that article, and I didn't know if I wanted to, to bring it up. And, and since you did bring it up, Coach, that, what a tragic accident. And this, like you said, he was a freshman uh, playing on, on varsity. 
Um, and I've read how how you guys were, you know, the, the teams up in at the state tournament, you know, put their arms around you guys. And they did. Um, Ithaca, what a classy, classy yes. team. Um, they pulled us in, and, and, and Coach, um, he, he, he said a prayer. Um, um, they, you know, they gave us a card, and, and he goes, this is for Dale and his family. And I said, well, Dale's right there. He goes, I'm gonna, I, I, he, so he went and gave it to Dale. I mean, come to find out, they had, they had signed it, and there was a substantial um, dollar amount in there. And we've never met these people. Wow. Um, it, it was a, a, there was a tremendous outpouring from all these baseball communities. Um, we had, you know, we, we, and even we had college coaches. I had, I had college coaches calling me saying, hey, I'm really sorry to hear about things. I mean, it was, um, it was really a unifying um, thing. It was, it was a, a very, very dark time for, uh, for Athens and, um, and the community itself. But the rallying that has taken place, and that's really what happened. We went into sectionals, and we had two. We knew there was going to be two really tough teams. And it had just taken place. Uh, the, the accident happened on Saturday. The sectionals were on Tuesday, and we had the funeral on Wednesday. Wow. Um, so we pulled up to, you know, to White Lake, Wisconsin, and we got to play Pittsville, who's ranked just below us in the state. They've got a really good team. They've got uh, nine seniors. I'm thinking, you know, this could go, this could be bad. And we had also just figured out that there was a lot, there were, there were things that were more important in life than baseball sure. um, that, were, that were being thrown in our face right now. And, you know, we just kind of said... Um, the coaches got together with the kids and said, "Listen, guys, if you, uh, you know, if whatever happens today happens, um, we know that there's, you know, more important things." And um, I've never seen, and you know, and if we would have lost, it would have, you know, it, it would have been, I guess, not the end of the world. Right. But um, but they went out in that section. I've never seen the guys play like that. I mean, we uh, um, we beat two real good teams um, in in pretty good fashion. And, yeah, tw- uh, twenty five to or twenty four to one. Is, right. is you know the two games in total twenty four to one, yeah. and obviously you know coach a situation like that can can go two ways. One, the yeah. kids come together and say, "Look, we're going to play really well, play hard for this kid," or they say, "Look, I I don't even want to be out here." And right. obviously, and, and you know go ahead. I, I was just going to say it was a huge blessing um, that we were able to do that because. Um, with the funeral the next day, you know this this group of seniors that we had this year, they had, they had won state the year before with only with only one senior on the team. So we had a, a real good group coming back, and you know that would have been a, some pretty heavy closure on that Tuesday at sectionals if we if we would have lost, and then we would have had even heavier closure on Wednesday with that funeral. Um, at least this, you know, at the funeral the guys were together. They wore their jerseys. They sat together. Um, it was um, they, actually the, the the pastor acknowledged them. They had them stand up and they, they had a uh, standing ovation. Uh, I mean, it was it was really nice that. Uh, so I mean, there there was a glimmer of of light in sure. that in that in that scenario. But it was, um, yeah, it, it, I, I give those kids a lot of credit. They um, Boy. they they, yeah. they had to like I said, they had to endure more than. More than more than most at that age. Yeah, I agree. And and, and I look. I don't know how. We got two kids of my own, and I don't know how you get through that when you lose a, a child. And Dale must, uh, you know, that's a very difficult time for him. And obviously, right. it was good for him to be around these these boys. And you know, he never missed a practice. Um, Man, we uh, it happened on Saturday morning, um, and then that Sunday we I, we got the team together and we went down uh, down to their house and um, his wife. You know, we hugged everybody. You know, we've all got our jerseys on. And his wife pulled us into the living room and, and sat us down and said, listen, it's okay to cry, but Tucker is not going to want you to feel sorry for, uh, for him. 
Um, you know, he's going to want you guys to go out there and play baseball to the best of your ability. And, uh, I mean, she, she had us, you know, we were already sobbing a little bit. She had us, you know, I mean, she, she explained the accident, and, and oh, she is boy. so strong. And then she looked at Dale, the, you know, Dale, the big, our big assistant coach, and she said, and Dale is going to be there to coach. And Dale goes, I'm going to try. <laughs> I mean, he's just, it was you know, uh-huh. and I've, I I I tease him about that, but he yeah, he coached his tail off after that. I mean, he was, um, I mean, he he made sure that these boys um, uh, played and and you know and were their heads were in it. And, I mean, it, it really was a strong strong commitment by the, by the Westfall family that that pushed us to that point. Wow. Well, you know, Bill, we we uh, we love our sports here, and, and as you guys do up in Athens, but you know what? It's stories like that to remind us that it's still a game. It's a game, right. and, and we enjoy playing it. Congratulations to Athens. Congratulations, back-to-back state championships. I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time. He is Bill Coker, the head baseball coach at Athens. Have a good weekend, sir. Hey, thank you, Mike. Appreciate you, too. Hey, thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, David Casey, Milwaukee Baseball Academy, will join us. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show, presented by our local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're now joined by David Casey, Milwaukee Baseball Academy and I talked to David in a bit. He uh, he helped launch this show, and the Milwaukee Baseball Academy was a big part of of getting this baseball show off the ground. And I want to thank him first and foremost for that. David, how you been? Been good, Mike. What about you? Ah, I've been good. Been really good. Where are you at? You're at a tournament. I just pulled up to Perkins Park in Green Bay. Excellent. How yeah. are things? How are things going at Milwaukee Baseball Academy? They're good. They're really good. We are. Uh... We're continuing to train a whole bunch of kids. We got our, our teams going on this summer, and, and we'll have some more this fall. And, uh, yeah, things are good. You know, when a couple of years ago when you'd come in studio, um, you, you were just getting Milwaukee Baseball Academy going, and, and I hear nothing but good things about where you guys are at and the amount of kids that you're, that you're starting to train and, and things like that. As we talk to David, if you have interest, you know, Google Milwaukee Baseball Academy. And uh, they're located off of uh, 4200 North Holton Street, and uh, their website is great. Gives a good uh, good opportunity to get a feel for what they do, what their mission statement is, who their coaches are, stuff like that. And I think it's uh, really a great place if if you want your your son or daughter to get trained up a little bit with baseball, and you're in the city of Milwaukee. Um, or the North Shore, for that matter. Milwaukee Baseball Academy is is where to go. David, when we were talking the other day, first, how was your basement, by the way, on Monday? Did you get rain in? Did you get a lot of water down there? Yeah, I uh, I actually, I got I was talking to you when I was driving home. It took me like an hour and a half to get home, which is normally like a 20-minute drive. You know, the traffic was crazy with all the rain. Yep. But I uh, got home, and pretty much it had all subsided. It's just a couple puddles, so. Man. Yeah, that thankful was for that. thankful for that. I agree. Hey, when we were talking, um, you, you've got an idea now with next year with high school baseball, with the summer league being taken away, everybody's going to be playing spring baseball. 
And first, what, what do you think about that? Are you a fan of that? I'm a little split. I mean, kind of uh, sentimentally, having played baseball in the summer for Whitefish Bay High School, I, uh, you know, I'm going to miss it because I think those were, you know, the summer obviously is when you want to play. And I just had great memories playing in the summer. Um, that being said, uh, with the travel baseball circuit and that kind of mm-hmm. phenomenon taking over, um, the summer teams in a lot of ways are missing out on the best players playing. And so I think moving to the spring will solve that issue. And at the end of the day, more and more teams were leaving summer baseball to go to the spring. So it really was becoming a Milwaukee County championship instead of a, you know, a state championship in the summer. David, a a number of years ago when you, when I had you in studio and we had Wade Lebecki, I think from the WIAA on, you said, look, why don't, why don't you guys come up with a hybrid season, start the spring a little bit later and you'll end obviously earlier than you would with, with summer. And that way you get, you know, you get the best of both worlds. They're still not going to do that. They're going to start spring. They're going to start their season the way they do now. And we had him on this year, and I brought that idea up. And he said, look, if the teams would be willing to give up three or four games, we could start later. But t- but schools don't want to do that. And then I look at all these schedules of just about anybody in the state, and nobody played the first couple of weeks in April. You know, we got yeah, all man. that snow. So I you start mid-April, and, and I think you still, you know, then everybody wins. Right. I mean, I think if you look at it strictly from a high school point of view, uh, that would be the best solution. I think um, you, if you do that kind of frummer, that, that, that middle ground, you're still going to run into kids who want to leave to go play travel ball towards the second half of the season. Um, so it, there are still some issues with it. But if you look at it from a strictly high school baseball point of view with schools, to me that's the best option. Hey, again, when we're talking on Monday, and I don't know if if I'm if you're okay with me bringing this up, but you've got a pretty good idea um, next year. You may run a high school summer league. Is that correct? Yeah, it's called the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. Um, and really just this week, so probably a month or two ago, I started meeting with some of, I guess, what I consider the, the influential high school coaches around the area. Um, getting some guys on board with the idea. And um, now this just this last week, I started kind of blasting it out to the masses. And um, basically the idea is we all know there's travel ball going on. I mean, I'm a part of that with, with my high school groups and stuff. But um, we want to create a, a, a weekday league, a Monday through Thursday league for the high school. Uh, they do it in Illinois. Uh, they do it in a lot of other states where the high schools play a second season in the summer. And then the, the travel ball kids can still go play their tournaments on the weekend. So we're looking to set that up. I've, right now I'm at about 10 schools that are, that are committed and are into it. And I'm hoping by the end of the summer season I have somewhere between 20 and 30 schools on board, and, and then we go from there. Boy, that's a great idea, by the way. Where, where, where are these games going to be played? I mean, so the only requirements for teams are that we're going to have a varsity and JV division, and the only requirements are that schools um, bring their own rosters and provide their own home fields. Other than that, the league will provide everything else. Um, and so, you know, 
schools that don't have their own home field um, will potentially be co-opt with another school that, that can provide something for them. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, there's other fields around the area which won't be utilized as much now that there's no summer high school baseball going on. Boy, that's uh, it's a really good idea. I'm glad to know that that uh, you've gotten a really good response on this, and you're at 10 teams hoping to get to 20 to 30. Is that what you what you had said? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, uh, there is Legion ball that happens throughout the state. I think a lot of schools, especially in southeastern Wisconsin, that do Legion ball would love another option just because the travel is so tough when it comes to Legion ball. Uh, Legion ball is a lot more prominent up north, kind of where I'm at now in the Green Bay area and, and even even further north. So if we're talking southeastern Wisconsin, um, you know, schools like in Kenosha that play Legion ball have to travel hour, two hours to go play a game during the week, and they don't want to do that. Right. But I think we can, we can dominate the southeastern Wisconsin area to start with this league and ultimately uh, – put a really good product out there that competes with Legion ball in the and, summertime. And, and the, the bottom line is kids get a chance to, to play more baseball. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the format is, you know, they're going to get 20 to 25 games in a regular season. We're going to run an end of the season tournament for, for both divisions. Uh, and we're going to run a collegiate showcase for both divisions uh, at the end of the season to give the kids some exposure to, to some of the state schools around uh, the area. And, uh, you know, try to make a go of it. So uh, I think it's a really good idea, great format. A lot of, uh, I, I really have heard no negative feedback from any coaches I've talked to. And if uh, coaches that are listening want more information on the summer baseball league that you're going to start next year, can they call you at 332-3188? Yep, they can call me there. They can go to our website at sblwbaseball.com. Um, and, and I have all the information there. You can register on that website. Um, you can you can pretty much find out all the information you need right on that website there. Boy, that's awesome. Again, uh, 332-3188. Go to uh, their website. I just Google MilwaukeeBaseballAcademy.com. It's the easiest way for me. And uh, there there's a lot of information not only about David and Milwaukee Baseball Academy, but the summer league that they're going to put together next year. If you're a coach, if you're a player that wants you know your high school to be part of this, Again, give David a call at 414-332-3188, and he can answer any questions. I think, David, I think it's a great idea, and it doesn't surprise me that you've got nothing but really good response on this thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, coaches want to have a better, you know, a bigger impact on their players, and this allows them to. There's no restrictions from the WIA. I checked with Wade uh, to make sure that coaches can keep coaching them in the summer, and they can, so... Uh, it's a great opportunity all the way around. Players, coaches, schools, everything. That's awesome. Three three two thirty one eighty eight. Uh four one four three three two thirty one eighty eight. David, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you again. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. You got it. That's David Casey. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break. Jared Washburn, head baseball coach at Webster High School, won a state championship. And if that name sounds familiar, yeah, he pitched to major leagues. In fact, he uh he has a World Series ring, and he went back home. Uh, Webster High School, and he is the head baseball coach there. We're going to get a chance to spend a few minutes with Jared Washburn on the other side of the break. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented 
by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're now talking with the head baseball coach at Webster High School, Jared Washburn, former uh, California Angel World Series champion, went to Webster High School. He's now back and uh, coaching their baseball team, and they won a state championship and uh, want to have him on for a couple minutes congratulate him. Jared, congratulations. What a good year for your boys. Thanks. Yeah, they had a great year and uh, couldn't be more proud of them. Hey, Coach, the uh, the conference that you're in, is that a pretty good baseball conference at Lakeland West? Is that a good baseball yeah. conference? Yeah, yeah. We've traditionally had some really good teams coming out of there. Grantsburg always has a really good program. Unity is in our conference. They've always got some tough teams, and, and a couple of years ago they were down at State. Uh, Grantsburg's made a bunch of trips to State. Um, you know, St. Croix Falls is in our conference. They've, they've always had some really good teams and have a nice program. So, yeah, we have, we have some good ball in our conference. You know, um, a year ago, you guys got to state in in Division Four, and um, went out in the semifinals. This year, Division Three state championship. You you were, I think, all year ranked number one in the state. Beat a really good Kenosha St. Joe's team in the semifinals, and then St. Mary Catholic in the in the finals. Coach, did you know coming down the stretch that this was a team that could go pretty deep into the playoffs? Well, yeah, I knew pretty much last year, um, you know, we made that, that trip down, like you mentioned, last year and fell in the in the semifinals. But uh, we were really young when we did that. We were only we only had one senior that we lost from that team that uh, was a regular player. So uh, I knew the next year, because a lot of our key players were sophomores when we did that trip. So I knew that coming into this season we were going to be really good and had a chance to do some special things. So, uh, you know, they set the goal after getting beat and knocked out that they wanted to do everything possible to get back. And, and uh, hats off to them. They worked their butts off and, and uh, was able to achieve the goals they set for themselves. Boy, that's uh, – Coach, it's got to feel really good for you for a number of reasons. One, this is the high school you went to, and I'm sure you have fond memories or you wouldn't live in that area and coach at that high school. And two, I think what, your son he had a pretty good year, correct? Yeah, yeah, my older son, he was he's uh growing up and and turning into a man. So uh yeah, he had a really really good year. Uh one Gatorade player of the year for the state of Wisconsin. Yep. Um he's been a he's been a really good pitcher for a while and he can get it up to 90 miles an hour already and but uh this year he was he really took off and took strides offensively too and had a great year with the bat, not only not only just on the mound but also with the bat. You know, he had 10 home runs and had 55 RBIs and and uh so it was it was a special year with uh, with him having a great year. And then my younger son was a freshman this year, and he had a nice year as a freshman. So it was it's it's pretty fun, Coach. I I've had I had the opportunity to to coach my son in basketball, and you know there are some peaks and valleys in that journey. Was that has that been a, a pretty good uh, relationship builder for you guys? Uh, there's definitely peaks and valleys, and it is it is maybe one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, me too. Kids, but. Uh, uh, there's there's some challenges there, and and uh, trying to separate coach from dad at times is difficult. But uh, uh, we we have a pretty good balance that uh, we try to not bring the game home to the house and and uh, separate it that way. But uh, I do have some real good assistants that help me out with 
with that too. I was able to talk my old high school coach into coming back and helping me out the last couple of years. That's so awesome. He, he kind of takes my boys uh, and uh, does most of the coaching with those two guys, and I, I handle the rest of the team. So it works out really good. Coach, you have uh, this year's team, I think you said it was senior-laden. The coverage, not uh, not Baron Webster, I'm sure. No, no. Uh, we do lose four seniors from this year's squad, um, and, you know, they all contributed to the team. And one of them uh, was really special offensively, and he's going to go on and play in college. Uh, so he'll be he'll be a tough uh, player to to uh, replace. He's going to go to St. Mary's in Minnesota. It's awesome. And, and uh, so, but we do have uh, we had two freshmen that were starting this year, and I expect them to make big jumps next year and, and do uh, you know they had good years as freshmen, but you know they're still young and immature and not real strong yet. So I expect them to to grow and do do good things. And then we had some sophomores and juniors that would be playing on most teams uh, that had to sit at the bench this year and wait their turn just because we had so many good players. So, uh, yeah, I expect us to do some some real good things again next year. What what year is Jack? Jack will be a senior next year. Oh, he will be. Uh, yep. Is he he getting some looks to, to play at the next level, I'm sure? Yeah, he's actually uh, already accepted a scholarship, and he's going to go to Oregon State. So a great, great opportunity for him, great baseball school, and, they're actually going to play today, later today. So, yes, see if they can make it to the championship game. So, uh, they're I'm I'm excited for him and his future there. That that's a great baseball program, and and uh, so he's he's going to get to continue his career. That's a long yep. way from home, Coach. It's very long. That's yeah. a... His final two choices came down to there in South Carolina. So about as far away from home as you can get in two different directions. Well, you know what? Good for him. And, and obviously he's a good student athlete or he wouldn't be going to Oregon State. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a 4.0 kid and uh, gets good grades and uh, really likes their science program out there. And, and uh, he also loves fly fishing. So he's excited to go to the Northwest for that too. Man, it, it, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. Were you a 4.0 student? At Webster back in the day? I, I wasn't quite 4.0. Uh, yeah. He's a little better student than I was. I was a good student, but not quite that good. But, uh, yeah, he's, I'm, I'm real proud of, the, of uh, the young man he's turning into, and, and uh, my wife and I are, are real happy with with uh, the, the path he's laid out for himself. So, Boy, that's, that's awesome. You know, Coach, I always love stories about guys going home and coaching at the school that they – that they played at. I think there's something special about that because you know the history, you know the tradition, you know the culture, and though it's probably changed a little bit from when you were there, you understand it. And and I think that's always special when a guy goes home and, and is willing to give up his time. You know, as, as coaches in a high school level, we don't get paid a lot of money. So it's not like you're doing it for all the money you're getting paid. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, coaches, you know, they definitely if you broke it down by the hour, they they might be one. I'm the low man on the totem pole for for hourly wage, but uh, yeah, coaches, uh, you know, they're, we always try to do what we can for the kids and uh, be as unselfish as possible. And uh, you know, you got to be unselfish with all the hours you do spend putting in. But when I retired, I came back and wanted to invest in the community and and uh, I started coaching, which is now the junior class. They're going into their senior year. Uh, my son's oldest old, oldest son's grade. I started coaching them when they were in fourth grade the year after I retired, and, and uh, wow, and you know trying to groom them all the way since, and built a real strong youth program in Webster, and and uh, you know it should be uh, should be a good program for quite a few years. So you know I read an article doing some research having you on the show, and and I loved this line by the way, Coach. 
Um, the article, the, the writer said, it's pretty rare to have a World Series starting pitcher come back as a head coach, especially in a small town in Wisconsin. But Washburn says the background doesn't change how the kids view him. I don't know. I mean, the kids that I work with, they just know me as Jack's dad. I love that line, Coach, because for me to have you on, as I talked about when I talked to you a couple uh, days ago, this is a big deal. I mean, I, I watched you pitch. I was a big fan of yours, knowing that you were a Wisconsin guy. And uh, these kids just know you as Jack's dad. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, they, uh, they do. They they, they don't uh, look at me, I guess, any differently than any other dad, So, which is good. That's, that's the way I want it. That's the way it should be. Hey, congratulations to you, that whole community, and that team coach. Good luck next year for trying to go to, to repeat. Uh, good luck with that thing, and, and have a good summer. All right, thanks, Mike. You bet. Thank you very much. That was awesome. He, uh, I loved watching him pitch, and he, again, he's got a World Series ring. And and as soon as he got done playing, he he ended up uh, retiring and going right back to Webster, and uh, giving back to the community and working with his kids. And and uh, I en- always enjoy stories like that. And any time you get a chance to work with your kids and then win a the state championship with them, it's a special deal. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to switch gears. We're going to start talking to some girls softball coaches that won state championships. Tom Hickman and a couple of his players from Whitnall High School are in studio. Then 11-15, Roger Sleewe, the head coach at Horicon, will join us. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's baseball season. So let's talk high school baseball with some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state of Wisconsin. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Now, here's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show is always presented by your local pick-and-save stores. So we talked about baseball that first hour. talked to some state champion coaches. Second hour, we're going to transition a little bit into softball. And uh, Tom Hickman, head softball coach at Whitnell High School, won a state championship. And we've got a couple of his players in studio with me as well. Coach, uh, it's nice to meet you in person. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, sorry that I did a little bait and switch on you. Well, that's okay. No, I didn't. It's you know what? You, when you check do. your emails, you'll see I asked you to stay for the hour. It's good, uh, good to meet you. Congratulations! What a fun year this has been. It's been an amazing ride with these girls. Yeah, it was uh, something we didn't ex- we hoped would happen, but didn't. You know, you can never expect it. So we had a really good, really good time this year. Coach, uh, some of the other, what's really interesting, if I showed you the schedules for some of the other teams that have won state championships in softball or in in baseball, a lot of them lost their last game going into the tournament. And I don't know what that says. I don't know if it says, look, not a bad eye-opener for these kids to say, okay, 
we can't get, you know, we can be beat. We need to start getting going here. Um, did you know middle to the end of the season that this team had a chance to go deep into the playoffs? Honestly, you know, this team has had the talent to get to state multiple times. It's just we haven't been able to get over that hump uh, going into the sectionals or sectional finals. But we started to come together after we took a trip up to Poinette and played a tournament up there. We played two games up there, played Wilmot, um, lost a close game to them. And I think that's when we realized, hey, we, we're pretty good. We could probably we can get there if we do some things a little bit differently moving over the course of the rest of the season. After that loss to Wilmot, you guys went on a roll. And 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 scored unbelievably amount eleven to one twenty to nothing twenty to one seventeen sixteen twenty thirteen man these kids started hitting a little bit they've always been able to hit um, but they kind of turned it on and we had to change our format this year a little bit more to a small ball game and I think they enjoy they enjoyed that more because it keeps them involved it keeps them uh, uh, energized in the bases and they really take to that coach how. I, did you sleep much down the stretch? And I, and here's the reason why. You uh, you beat Cudahy three nothing, so it was close. Kiwaskum two nothing. <laughs> Portage two one. Mosney three one. So it's not like you know those twenty, the nineteen to twelve or the eleven nothing, sixteen to one. Get, get playoff time. Obviously, you, you know everybody's good. If they get that deep in the playoffs, they're good. But those scores, I don't know if I'd be be sleeping much. It. <laughs> it's um it's tough but when you trust your kids and you you know you believe that they have the ability to get there i think you kind of just put it in their hands and uh you know um sean and i sean hammernick my assistant um we we just rolled them out there and let them let them do their thing and kind of kept them in check if we had to i appreciate you bringing two of your players in because we're going to talk to them um right now and then throughout the the rest of the hour uh hannah geller yes how are you? Junior. Good. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, you and I sing a lot alike, I hear. Both <laughs> yes, tone deaf yes. is all get out. That's okay. Yep. We just keep singing, don't we? We just keep singing. If you don't like it, turn up the radio or get out of the car. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> she never stops. She, that's good Good for you, Hannah. You keep going. What position do you play? I play left field, but I was actually hurt for the majority of the season. What happened? I have a shoulder injury. Okay. That I just haven't been able to get over. Your thrown shoulder? No, it's my left shoulder. But okay, so hitting. Yeah, it's tough to hit and catch, but yeah. I was still there. What, what do you think? Do you know what happened? Was there a specific incident or was it wear and tear? It's been, so I was out for my sophomore year too, and then I started out really good my junior year, and then it just kind of fell apart. You know, it's interesting. I just, on Thursday, Signed a new sponsor for for this show, an Athletico Physical uh, Therapy. Yep, is a company that's going to come in, and we're going to have their people come in to talk about exactly injuries like yours and 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 how to uh, how to get back on the field. Is this something that's going to keep you off the field for next year as well? I really hope not. I'm ready to be back no. for my senior year. Yeah, nope. you're you're, t- you're tired of it, huh? Yeah, I'm sick and tired, but yeah. It's just fun to be there, so. You bet. We're also joined by freshman, uh, Larry, uh, Larry, Lucy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think I'm we have a new wor- nickname I'm now. just worried about your last name, and I have it. It's Plowitz, right? Plowitz, yeah. Yeah. You For the whole year, you did it wrong, so well, I don't want to hear about me saying that, Lucy. Lucy Plowitz, I thank you so much. I think they're messing with me most of the year. So. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. 
here's the tough part. You're a freshman, right? Yeah. So you think winning the state championship, you should, guys, it's easy. You should do that every year, right? <laughs> well, it was really tough. I could feel, but like I knew that we could do it from the beginning. How di- how different? So a year ago, you were playing where? Rage, so club team. Okay, against girls your own age. Yeah. And now you step up, and all of a sudden, as a freshman, you're playing in some pretty big games against girls that are seniors. Big difference, a big jump for you, correct? Yeah, definitely. Faster. The the pitchers are a little fat. Yeah, the, like the whole game is just a lot faster and different. Yeah. And so it wasn't, I think it wasn't too bad to get used to. Did it start to slow down for you by the end of the year a little bit when you realized you could play at this level? Yeah, I felt a lot like I wasn't as nervous at games. I got used to it a lot more then. So I, I do a, a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and I talk about high school sports. And a couple of years ago, we were in Fort Atkinson. And I was talking girls softball. And the girls, when I got there, they're all very nice and kind. And we're laughing. And I said, so who's the big-time pitcher that I keep hearing about? And the girl said, "Uh, that's me. I said, warm up because I'm going to get in the batter's box. I'm going to take you deep. Their whole attitude changed. They became mean. And (laughs) the catcher, who was this cute little blonde girl, and she was real nice. And all of a sudden, she's like, really? All right, let's go. Get warmed up. I get in the batter's box. She told her outfield, come in, no hitter. And I said, no, I can hit. The f- I never saw the first pitch. It, I'm not kidding. I, cu- I I played enough softball. I played a little hardball. This girl, she looked over, and the coach went like this, put two fingers on his cheek, and she threw a riser that I never saw. And I went, that was a ball. And the catcher started laughing. She goes, that was right down the middle. Well, I didn't know if it was a ball or straight because I never saw it. Well, then I hit one to the second. I hit one to the second baseman, and the pitcher got really angry. And I go, what? She goes, I don't want you touching any of my stuff. So then I said, okay, let me go lefty on you. She goes, do you hit lefty? I said, no, I can hit you lefty. I'm not smart enough to stop talking smack. And I bunted one of the third baseman who cracked up laughing. I go, what are you laughing about? She goes, I would throw you out by a mile. And I thought, what happened to these really nice girls? Coach, once they get on the other side of the white line, these they're, are competitive athletes. Absolutely. Man. They're they're great athletes, and they have that drive to win and and – they don't like to be shortchanged. I think a lot of times you hear, you know, how great baseball is and everything else, but it, most of those guys couldn't get in the box and hit off of Haley or hit off of some of the best pitchers in the area. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Look, I gained so much, a tremendous amount of respect for for girls softball when when I got in the batter's box and didn't see the first pitch because it was too quick. And I know I'm getting old and my eyes are getting bad, but you know what? I, I still can swing a bat a little bit. And I thought, holy cow. I get a lot of, um, you know, I do this high school baseball coaches show, and I'll get a lot of smack from people saying, why don't you talk more girls softball? And it's only because I don't know enough about it, and I need to know a little bit more. And the way I learn is to bring guys like you in and ask questions. Well, we're, here, uh, we're here to help. Did, <laughs> Lucy, did you know, how? when did you know in the season, or did it just go game by game that you thought, you know what, we've got something special here? Well, I knew from the beginning, like with the talent that I was playing with, being on this team, I knew that we could go far, like from the beginning, but we just had to believe it, and then I knew that we could do it. This has been a good year for Whitnell Sports. You know, football team won the conference, but I'm a little surprised who you're turning this program over to, by the way. This, I knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. good stuff. I, I, right. I'm a little bit surprised. You just, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. 
you're thinking I, you don't want anybody else winning the state championship, so you're going to turn it over to no. He's no, a, I'm not that way. These kids are like family, and, and he's Q, a good and, man. Yeah, I think it's public now. So I mean, oh, yeah, it is. It's, yes. it's public. So yeah, John Quinlan's taken over the program, um, stepped down as a football coach. Uh, he really wants to work with these kids. And yeah, take them, continue on the run that they've he, been on. I'm a huge fan. So I talk a lot of smack about him, but I, I'm a big fan of his. And uh, last time he was in studio, and he was sitting right where you are. I, th- I was shaming him to, to, to finally walk down that aisle type thing. Right. And uh, I don't know if he has yet. No, I never, he hasn't. Well, it's good because I haven't gotten the invite. Okay. He be- I better get an invite to that thing. Guys, I'm going to keep you over till till noon. 11.30 to 12, we're going to talk a lot about Whitnell baseball. We're going to talk about where you're going, why you're leaving, that Whitnell kind of stuff. Whitnell baseball or Whitnell softball? Whitnell softball. <laughs> See, there's always corrections that we have to make. That's okay. You're, you're learning. That's good. Hickman, you know, we've known each other for 14 minutes. I can throw you out of this, dude. No, you're right. Whitnell, I'm warming up to this mic Whitnell, thing. Whitnell, okay. yeah, you're getting pretty yeah. good at it. You, you were, like, shaking out in the hallway, almost tears coming down your cheek because you didn't want to come in here. Now look at you. I don't you. know if the tears were there, but shaking is <laughs> probably accurate. No, they were there. He is Tom Hickman, head softball coach, Whitnell High School state championship, and I'm going to ask him about what it was like when that last out was uh, – was done, and he was, you know, walking out to to bring the gold ball home here to Whitnell. We'll talk to him about that at 11.30. The other side of the break, Roger Schliwe, head softball coach at Horicon High School. He's got a heck of a program up there, and we'll talk to Roger about his program and his state championship. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Softball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Softball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. We're now joined by Roger Schliwe. He's the head softball coach at Horicon High School, won a state championship this year. Coach, how you been? Doing good, Mike. We're doing very good. Good. It's been a couple of years since I, since I went up and got a chance to interview you and do a segment on, on your program and, uh, boy, I'll tell you, Coach, that was a heck of a year that you've had. Um, talk a little bit about this year's team. Did you know early on that you had a chance to be pretty good? Yeah, we already knew last year that we were going to be very good because we had some – we were one game from going last year. We lost to Pacelli 3-1, uh, yep. to one, and um, we had everybody back except for one kid. And uh, the kid, all the kids that were here, all the players were very good players, and we, were, we knew we'd be a solid uh, team. We had – very good hitting and good defense and, and a good pitcher on the mound. So we knew we'd have a good chance to run it, and then we got better as the season went on. Coach, let's talk a little bit about you guys do a heck of a job in Horicon um, in softball. I know that uh, you, you coach quite a bit. You guys have a really good uh, traveling team as well, correct? Yeah, in fact, we're in the Quad Cities playing in a big tournament right now. We just get, we're in between games right now, so we're already playing again. Man, no, you guys didn't. You didn't give them a break, huh? No, we didn't give them time off. Let them go back and play right away. That's how you stay sharp, Coach. You find that uh, the more you do this in Horicon, the more girls want to get involved. Uh, the better the skill level is of, of the kids that 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 you see once they get to you. Yeah, I, I think you know, just the winning, you know, keeps perpetuating it, and just the kids want to come and play. 
And, um, you know, like I said, we're already seeing it at the lower levels, the 10- and 12-year-olds. You know, when we came back uh, and got our ride on the on the um, fire truck, there was kids everywhere in their Horicon jerseys for the summer. It was always fun to see that kind of stuff. So um, they're already looking up to these kids and, and having a good time with them. So it's, it does breed it. I mean, it just keeps it going for us. Hey, Coach, in studio with me, Tom Hickman, that uh, head softball coach at Windmill High School, and two of his players um, one is a freshman, one's a junior that was hurt, but it's still very much part of that program and is hoping to, to play next year. Uh, can you talk to them? Um, Coach Hickman is moving. He's going to gonna, gonna uh, head where, where are you going? Oregon? Oregon. Oregon, not Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, yeah o- Oregon. Oregon. Man, Hickman, you're mean to me. Well, if my wife is here, she'd be much meaner than, than I am. She's an English teacher or what? No. No? She's oh. just She's indeed. just meaner? She's like a rattlesnake? Yeah. Thank goodness a nice she's, one, though. Thank goodness She'll she's you know. really good looking. Yeah. yeah, you all kicked your coverage, I can tell you that. But, Roger, can you talk to these girls and ta- tell them a little bit about what it takes to stay on top of the mountain? Well, I, you know, like you said, again, you got to have a good a good feeder program and get those kids playing in the summer. They said, our kids play 50 games in the summer, and then we play another 30 in the fall. You know, so they're constantly playing and staying sharp. But, you know, they're, they're training. Even though they're playing basketball or volleyball, we have an indoor training facility, and they're down there two or three nights a week getting help on pitching, fielding, or hitting. So they're coming down for lessons. And, you know, just keep working at it. I mean, and that's how you get better. The more you hold that ball in your hands, the better you get. Hey, Coach, looking at that schedule, the, the Johnson Creek game, which was uh, yeah. sectional. That that that's the only game in that run that was that was close. Everything else was you know fifteen nothing, nine to one, fourteen nothing, ten to nothing, eleven nothing. That Johnson Creek game, uh, four to three. What'd you learn from that game? Well, like I said, we were we were controlling the game pretty you know pretty well. I mean, they got a good team. They got a lot of young players at Pipkin and and the coach's daughter. Um, you know, they're very good kids and and they're a decent team. But we made one bad pitch. Allison missed one pitch, and that was a 3-1 bomb in the fifth inning to make it 3-3. Three to three. And then luckily we came back and scored one. But after that, our girls just said, we're not having another close game. I mean, they talked about it. They are very good about getting better and not having another close game. And we kind of we stepped it up after that, and we played even better. So I, I didn't, we played at such a high level at the end. I, I was in shock. I was watching, and I was enjoying just watching them play because they were playing at the highest level I've seen them play at in a few years. So. Hopefully we can continue to do that. Hey, am I looking at the schedule correct? Did you beat a team forty-one nothing? Yeah, yeah, yes. We beat Ryle forty-one nothing. And like I said, we're not proud of it. I mean, but we, you know, last year we stepped off the base for them like a few times. We said, let's make them get one. Let's make them get the first two sure. outs, and then after that, well, we had twenty-eight to nothing, and it was they didn't have an out yet. And finally, then we start stepping off the bases. So we were just hitting the ball. I mean, their, their pitching was so well, and we just. We're hitting the crap out of the ball, and that's the way it goes. But I don't know you know, how you tell kids to you know to step off the. But if you get in the in the batter's box, take a good swing, right? Right. Well, well we weren't going to make them make outs. If we do, we we, we let it, we get the third, and then we just have you know, let the umpire know we're going to step off early, and then we just do it, you know. But um, they wanted them to at least get the first out, and you know, and that's what we talked about. But unfortunately, we were hitting the crap out of the ball that day too, and just hit the ball well. So you know, it's one of those things where. You know, it got that way. We're it just happened. Yeah, like, hey, we don't. We're not proud of it, but it's something you just have to do. You know, I when I was coaching football a long time ago at Dominican uh, Catholic Memorial, beat us forty-five nothing. They threw a double reverse pass like with a minute to go, and after I asked the head coach Catholic Memorial, I said, uh, "Was that necessary?" 
And he said, you didn't like that? I said, no. He said, well, then get better. That's not on me. I'm not going to have my kids stop playing because you're not any good. You need to get better. That's not on me. And I learned a very valuable lesson from him. Yep. Yeah, and he hates – yeah, my coach at college said the same thing. Ask them a quarter, give them a quarter. Play all the way through as hard as you can. Make them get better. Right. I agree. And he hates, you know what, he hates when I bring this up on the air. In fact, I saw him not maybe a year ago, and he said, would you stop telling that story? And I said, no, because you <laughs> taught me a really valuable lesson. You're right. That It's not on you. It's on me. It's on us yeah. to get better. Hey, what's the future look like for you guys? Um, Senior-laden team, or do you expect uh, to possibly get there again next year? Oh, I, I think the next two years, because we started four sophomores and two juniors, and the kids we got coming to replace are just as good as the kids that are the, the three seniors that are leaving. I mean, we lose three or four really good seniors, but the kids coming up are excellent. In fact, I'm sitting here with three of my sophomores right now, and, and they're all really good players, and they're our, they're our leaders. So, And then we got Allison, our pitchers, back also. So, oh, man. Uh, the future looks good for us. We're, I think we're very strong, and, and we should have another shot next year as long as you get the right picks but we are going to make our schedule a bit more difficult just because we only have 10 non-conference or 10 conference games instead of 18 this year we moved to a new conference and so our non-conference schedule we're playing like Sun Prairie the division one champs and we're going to play some really good schools this year so you we want to get better these girls in the studio with me from Whitnall they're thinking why don't you, you want to play some competition why don't you come down here and play well, we love our, our kids go up Whitnall. there. Absolutely, that'd be great. Yeah, I love that. We love to play. I mean, that's just good competition. We want to play the best teams. I said I always talk to some Prairie coach, and you know, I said we'd love to play Whitnall. I mean, that's how we get better. I mean, win or lose, you only get better if you play good competition. They, they push you a little bit. Roger, how long have you been coaching softball? Uh, it's my 28th year. Boy, good for you. It's still a lot of energy. Obviously, if you're, you know, you're you're having these girls play as much as you do. Um, it was really fun for me to meet you in person. I became a big fan of yours and your program when I was up there a couple of years ago. So it was just my pleasure to have you on this show and congratulate you, your school, and your community. Well, thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. I said you do a good job of covering this. So we're, we're happy about it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Roger, have a good weekend. Uh, good luck in that tournament. All right. Say goodbye, girls. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you. see you, Roger. Have a good one. We're going to uh, get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk more to Hannah and to, to Lucy about this year's team, and we'll probably let Coach Hickman talk a little bit, but not much. Not much because he's uh, he's meaner than most uh, guys that come sit here. <laughs> Wait, by the way, why, why are you moving? Um, families out there. Yeah. Uh, my wife is from Oregon. Uh, I grew up in Washington. Uh, okay. the, the timing works well. Um, my oldest, Riley, who was on the team, she graduated, and my son is going to be a freshman, so this was a nice break period for us yeah. to start kind of start anew you know what you did by winning that state championship in my business call a mic drop yeah that's, drop the mic and wave and that's walk, what i've heard it, walk I, off it works i guess so. yeah well good for you Thank it's you. uh it's awesome let's get to, to a break other side we'll continue this is the Pella windows and doors of wisconsin high school softball coaches show presented by your local pick and save stores on sports radio 1057 fm the fan Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Softball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Thanks for joining us. We've talked to a number of coaches that won state championships this year. 
baseball and softball. First hour baseball, second hour softball. In studio, Tom Hickman, head softball coach at Whitnall High School. Um, when do you move? When do you leave town? Uh, last week of July. Okay. It's going to be hard for you? Extremely. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of memories here and um, a lot of uh, time with, made some new friends and some great friends. It's going to be tough to leave. How long have you been here? 16 years. Wow. So the, are you a cheesehead? No. <laughs> Do you want to who I root for? Sure. Seahawks? Yeah, I figured that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, can, we, can, can we keep going for the next half an hour? We can. Okay. Uh, we right. can rip Pete Carroll the whole time. Well, you can rip Pete what? Carroll. Oh, you can. I bet I can get you to rip him. Probably not. Really? Should he have handed the ball off to... Oh! Yeah. What did yes. you think of that call? Um... It was the it was the wrong call. I mean, you you give the you give the ball to your best player. Just that on the one yard line. On the one yard line. Yeah. You, so you don't think he's an idiot for making that call? No, I think <laughs> I think Come he's on. great for taking the blame for it, though. I mean, I I think that's yeah. what good staffs do. That the head guy takes the fall when things don't go well, and I think he did a good job. He, he should have made the different call, absolutely. But to take that on the chin like he did for as many years as he has, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's I. There, there's very few head coaches in the NFL I, I dislike more than him. <laughs> Just not a big fan. Sorry. That's okay. There's no, few teams right. I dislike more than the Green Bay Packers. That's so. awesome. I'm happy you're moving. Anyway, hey, Hannah, how you been? I'm good. How are you? Good. Why? You guys don't have to get between us. We're not going to hit each other. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for a break. Hannah, are you a multi-sport athlete? I was, but then when I started, like tournaments started getting – a lot more um, competitive, and then I just decided that softball was the one sport that I like, and I wanted to focus on softball and then other extracurriculars. Yeah, Lucy, how about you? I played volleyball, but like softball is my focus. It is. So it's just extra thing to do for me. Why are you smiling over I, there? I, uh, we love our kids to be multi-sport athletes, but at some point, it's really hard to manage all the time because club sports drive everything at this point: club volleyball, club basketball, club softball. And club softball is great because it's only in the summertime for the most part. I mean, some teams play in the fall. Our program doesn't play in the fall. We don't do anything right. fall softball related. So if they can go play other sports, we think that's great. But at the same time, you got to make sure they find time. Do you think own. it's getting to be too much club? Absolutely. Stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that youth sports show that I do, um, prior to doing that, I did the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show. And those orthopedic surgeons that would come in every week, would say a lot of times would say, look, I never see multi-sport athletes. I don't see the kid, the boy that goes from football to basketball to baseball to track. I see the 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 the, the pitcher that just plays baseball. Right. The girl, the the you know, the, a lot of catchers by the you know because they throw on every play. Right. He said volleyball players, swimmers. He said these guys said, look, I see kids when they when they when they just specifically go into one sport and stay in that sport, are the the athletes that we see a lot of. Yeah, it's because a lot of them are using that same overhand rotation. Issues. Yeah. Volleyball is the same. You know, volleyball hit or whatever you want to call it is the same as throwing a softball. It's that same motion. Hannah, when that pain started coming back, you had to be so discouraged. Yeah, it was disappointing. But like playing with my best friends on the team, it they just helped me out so much. So I try not to get too down about it because. I knew that we play for each other as a team. That's all, you know what that she's a captain. That that <laughs> is why she's a captain, and that's a very grown up thing for a, a young girl like that to say. 
and and that makes guys like me really happy. I, well, look, she could have walked away. When did when, did you play in the beginning of the season? Yeah, I did. And then it then you were out. Yeah, it was a tough conversation with the coaches, like saying like, yeah, I'm not as good as I can be, so I think we should have someone else step up. The great thing about Hannah is that last year she didn't play in any. Also, well, we know that's not true. We got her in a game <laughs> towards the end of the year, even though she had a limp arm. She ran the bases for us. We got to get her in a game. Right. Um, the team wanted her to be a captain this year, despite not playing at all last year. They understand See. what she brings to the table outside of the, the foul lines. Yeah, I. You know what? That uh, I like that because I don't know. I I can I can tell you on on one hand how many other teams or players would come in here and say the things you've said. So thank you for that. That's really impressive. Your mom and dad must be very proud of you. <laughs> You're a good good student. I try. I yeah. try. She's an uh, unbelievable student. She's going to be a doctor someday. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's awesome. Lucy, how She's about just... you? Good student athlete? Yeah. Good, because you're only a freshman. You don't know what you can do. Yeah. You, you don't even know what you can do next week or tomorrow <laughs> or at noon today, what you're going to do, I, I don't think. Um, but obviously, being good student athletes, you guys understand that playing softball is a privilege. It's not a right. You don't get the right. You don't say, well, I get the right to play. It's a privilege that you earn from doing well in the classroom, doing well in your class, Definitely. in your school, in your community, and at home. That's that's how you get. Do you have brothers, sisters? Yeah. Just, Two old, older, younger? one older and one younger. Older boy or girl? Older girl. Does she is she an athlete? Does she play? Yeah, she plays volley. She plays volleyball. Did, so when you were younger, did you you'd go and watch her play and go, man, I want to be just like her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, again, I like that kind of stuff. Um, Hannah, how about you, brother, sister? I have a younger brother. Yeah, is he an athlete? Yeah, he plays like football, baseball, basketball. And did he go to where did he go to grade school? Same school, Hales Corners Lutheran. And where does he go to high school? He goes to Whitnall. You know, most of your most of your classmates came to Martin Luther, where I coach. I think all of my classmates. Are yeah, I know. Luther. I know, but you <laughs> slipped through the cracks. Huh? Is your brother a good basketball player? My brother. Yeah. yeah, he is. Maybe he needs to get religioned up. And no, that's recruiting. <laughs> that's illegal. I can't do that. I can recommend and highly suggest. Hey, what was it like for you, Tom? Um, the last out up at state. Um, was it a relief? Was it, a, I, was it a moment you'll always remember? Oh, absolutely. A moment you'll always remember. I think the bigger out was the day before against Portage. Just to get to that championship game was something we wanted to do. Um, and it was more of a relief after that semifinal win. Um, the game against Mozanie was just pride with the yeah. girls, how well they played all year. What's interesting, Coach, that you brought up the game before – because in the state championships, I won someone. I was a Calvary Baptist in the Dominican. I very rarely remember the state championship game. But I can tell you about the journey, man. I can tell you in the middle of the season when we had this big brawl of falling out. Everybody hates each other. Nobody loves each other. Nobody's playing for each other. And then that journey to get there. And when you talk about the game before, I can tell you about the semifinals. I can tell you about the sectional finals. But the state, it, it was almost anticlimactic for me. But the journey part is what I remember most. That's that's very accurate. I think throughout the course of the season, we're like any team. We had our, our our bumps in the road and where things didn't go well and people were unhappy with some of their roles and getting them to buy in was part of the process. And I think over the course of our, I guess, 31 games, it you know it, it takes a while to kind of get everyone to gel and come together on the same page. She's in the room, but I'm still going to talk about her. Was it hard for you to have a freshman did, did Lucy start right away, or did she no, come? No, Lucy's nickname is Baby. 
on the team. Okay. Because she's the only, only freshman that made the team out of, out of, um, tryouts. Okay. So, um, we, we actually gave her the option. We said, do you want to go play a lot on JV or do you want to stay on varsity and, and learn a little bit right. and kind of grow and get better? And I think it was a tough choice as she kind of hemmed it hot a little bit, but all our girls went after her and said, no, you're, you're playing varsity this year. Yeah. And so about, I say after spring break, about nine, 10 games in, um, she had gotten to the point where we felt more comfortable putting her out in the field. And um, I, I think the biggest thing for Lucy is her ability to hit. I mean, we, we got her swing dot in a little bit and got that fixed up. And, and she was an asset we couldn't take out of the lineup at that point. Hard for some of the – don't need to talk about whose time she took, but was it difficult at times for – oh, is she sitting right there? She took my, my, my daughter's spot. She took your daughter's spot. Right. Well, I'm gonna be, uh, this is going to turn into Dr. Phil real quick. No, I Riley's Riley's a great teammate. She understood that's what had to happen. And, and you know, I think defensively I would probably uh, hang my hat on Riley getting the job done out there because she's done it for longer. But offensively, right. Lucy, Lucy brings more to the table. She's just faster and has more of a power bat. But, you know, on our team, you have a role, whatever that may be. And, and everyone feels it and serves it. And if you don't buy in, you don't stick around very long. And everyone everyone bought in. How is uh, the beautiful Mrs. Hickman with that decision? Is she okay? Yeah, I, I mean it's what I tell all of our kids the day one they the day they come into the program in that in that spring sports meeting before we start the season is is I don't care what grade you're in, if you can play you're going to play yeah. and it keeps our seniors hungry and it keeps our freshmen reaching to get to those seniors. Um, the AAU team that I coached and my son played on, we had a better point guard, so he came off the bench, and. Uh, I, I, you know what I told him? All you have to do is be as good. Be even. And then you get the knock because you're my boy. Right. But right now you're not. Right. So you're going to have to come off the bench. He handled it much better than my wife and his mom did. Yeah. She was mad at me for two years. It's, But, you know, that's life. It's it is not life. fair. So, and Lucy, I think, you know, Riley, I told Riley, I said, you need to help her out. You know, help her out with where to, you know, where to play and, and different coverages and backups she help you and out? stuff. Yeah. She did. Definitely. Should have brought her in here with you. She's working today, so yeah. Wow, that's coach. That's impressive. You know, that's that's really impressive. I, that would be hard for me to do, and uh, obviously it worked out because you guys uh, won the state championship. And have you guys uh, in your coaching career been there before? Have you won? Multiple? No, no. This is the first time Whitnell's ever been to the state uh, championship game. They've been to state twice um, back in '94 and '95 as a Division One school. Lost both times in their first game and went home. So um, this is the first time they've ever won a, a title. Man, that's good stuff, and it's a great story. You know, again, it's that mic drop for you, um, and it's going to be hard for, for you to leave. Not not wearing green and gold, that's not going to be a problem that's for you to get out of that. But you know what, to leave these girls and to leave, you know, you started a legacy here now. You know, it's always that, that thing's going to be up at the school, and you'll come back three years from now to visit and go to Summerfest and walk in, and you can point to that and say, "Man, that was that was my team." That's that's right. That's that's my family. That's awesome. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, I promise I'm gonna let you guys talk. I'm gonna ask you your favorite memories from from this year, and uh, what I don't want is winning state champion. I, I want something <laughs> other than that. Something right. from a bus ride home. I or, was gonna say bus rides are yeah. probably where it's gonna be at. I asked uh, Dakota and Ma- Max, two mm-hmm. guys that you know. Yeah, uh, they were here a few years ago, and I said, Max, what? Their senior year, what's your favorite memory? And he said, two years ago, I was catching Dakota, was pitching, and we were playing a team, and there was a Walmart 
on like center field across the street, and a guy hit one to the Walmart on Dakota. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's my favorite. That didn't surprise you that Max Not said that, all. right? Yeah. So that was his. So I'm going to ask you, you too, uh, your favorite memory from this year. This is the Pellet Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Coaches Softball Show. Gotta get that right. Presented by your local pick and save stores. In studio, Tom Hickman, head softball coach, Whitnell High School, won a great state championship for Whitnell. And two players, uh, Hannah Geller, who is a junior, and Lucy Plouts, who is a freshman. And Hannah, I'm gonna start with you. Your favorite memory from this year's team is what? Um, so we started off the show by talking about how we both like to sing. Right. So on yeah. the bus, we have this big speaker, and then we plug in a microphone to it, and we just pass around the mic around the bus, and it's honestly the greatest thing. Like, you'll never feel closer to anyone than when, like, you're doing a duet with someone on the bus. You you invite, can you imagine you and I doing a little Sunny oh, and Cher I think we thing? might have to. Oh, man. The people will run. They'll ask to stop <laughs> the bus and please get us off. What, who brought the the, the uh, speaker in? That's, the assistant coach. Great yeah. idea. Coach Hamernick's speaker. Yeah. That's a really good idea. What song do you, you do? Whatever's on? or? Um. Well, I have a personal favorite. Which this is? Girl is on Fire by Alicia Keys. Jeff? Jeff? Yeah, yeah, find that. Because you know what? I, I don't oh, recommend. Boy. No, really? Dude. It's bad. It's bad. Perfect. That's, you know what? You're going to fit right in with me. Ask anybody in the building. They're like, why does the guy who is tone deaf like to sing the most? And that would be, right? Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. When we look back at them, though, you know, when Hannah's got her head back and the mic up, she's she's giving it her all. She's, yeah, and whatever's that's all, in, it's that, not a lot in there, but she's you, working hard. That's all you have. So. You know, the Lord says just it's 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 good news to me. Oh, there it is. Yep. Crank that. You're not singing? She can't. You can't. It's too bad. It's too bad. People would turn it off. You know all your teammates are yelling at you right now, sing. They're one shot. That's all right. That's all right. Maybe next time you come in, Hannah, I wouldn't sing either. Yeah. I wouldn't. No. Uh-uh. You'd lose but, a lot of viewers. Or listeners. Listeners. Same. Yeah. yeah. Or viewers. <laughs> Lucy, how about you? Favorite memory this year? Mine would definitely be, like, the bus rides. Like, they were just so much fun. And, like, as a team, we just, like, bonded a lot over, like, singing all the songs together. Did, did you learn how to be a leader? Do you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to be asked to, to, to take over that role someday. It's yeah. going to happen. And did you learn from, from the people that were captains and led this team on what it is to be a leader? Yeah, definitely. They showed like what it was like to be a leader and for, in front of everybody. And yeah. I don't know if you – I think it's important for you to, to know how you were treated this year so that when you get to be a senior and, and, and Coach Quinlan and whoever it is at that point decides to bring a freshman up or have a freshman stay – that because that's a difficult place if people aren't accepting of you. Yeah, they were really welcoming. <laughs> they were really welcoming <laughs> at the beginning of the season, and 
Got a voice, yeah. Well it, played. <laughs> it made it a lot easier to be like welcomed on the team, and it was a lot easier and a lot more fun. Coach, did you um, did you set the girls, the the captains and the seniors? Did you go to them and say we, we might have this freshman join us? Yes, um, and you know they. They have open gyms and different workouts, you know, starting around January. And she comes in and she hits, and the, you know, so they, and knew. They, they they knew they knew that she could play. Ball and comes off the bat differently. It comes off differently when she hits the ball, and they they wanted her around. And she's just she's a great kid, and we want good people. Yeah, and that's what you know. She fit that bill perfectly. She's wow. very unselfish. How long have you coached softball? Oh boy, um, eleven years. All at Whitnell? Well, I, okay. Well, I, I should say I started coaching when my daughter was in first grade. Okay. So we're going back that far. I've coached seven years at Whitnell. Okay. So that's my, that's my first high school job. Will you coach next year? I would like to somewhere doing something. Are um, you going to? Are, are you? Are you in the school? Are you a teacher? I'm not a teacher. No. So w- w- where do you work? What do you do? I'm a stay-at-home dad. You are you really? Yeah. Oh, I got a lot of I, respect for you, coach. I'm married I, well. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm telling you, I uh, I have two kids, and uh, that was. I was I could not do it. I, I I was not any good at it. So I got a lot of respect for uh, thank you people that can do it. I think it's that's harder than any job I've ever had for for me personally. That that that's difficult. Um. So next year, you get your feelers out, or you wait till you get there. I've got a couple feelers out. We're just going to kind of see what happens between you know a, a lot of stuff probably opens up maybe a little bit more closer to the start of the school year. Right. Um. So we're just going to wait and see what happens. That's awesome, Lucy. You playing now? Yeah. Four? Whitnell Rage. Okay. And so the the girl, do you play at your level, your age group yeah. then, or do you play up? I play at my level, my age level. Uh, yeah, I bet you're just hitting the crap out of the ball right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's... Come on, it's don't a, be modest. It's, a, it's different. It's definitely different. It's a little slower? It's just like, I feel like it's just everything's different about yeah. high school and then What um What do you prefer? You prefer the high school? I mean, yeah. Because like, there are two different animals. Yeah, it's really different. Like, our teams are different and just, yeah. There's no microphone on any bus on when you, with the rage, right? Yeah. Right, and no. I, I think I've tried to tell these girls that all the time, that your time in high school is something you never get back. Never. And to not play high school sports would be a travesty given the talent of some of these kids. And when you're playing for your club team, you're, not, you're playing for yourself. You're not playing for your team. When you play for high school, you're playing for your school. I had a guy, and I'm going to tell you this story. I had a guy. Um, I, I'm the sideline reporter for the Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week. We had Whitnell on twice last year, by the way. We we were up in McGuanago this two years ago, and we, we rent lifts from a company that we can put our camera guys up. And one of the guys who brought the lift out was a McGuanago guy, and he played football at McGuanago, and he was all-conference. He was second-team all-state Big-time football player. And he's now 26, 27 years old. And we're standing on the sidelines, and he said, "I everything except my car and my dog, I would give up to get one more week of high school football. And I said, really? He said, other than my dog and my car, there's nothing I wouldn't give up to get one more week. And he said, and trust me, I wouldn't take every other playoff in practice, and I wouldn't come out because I'm a little thirsty. He said, all I want is a Friday night home game, and I want to get to practice Monday, and I'm going to practice hard, put the uniform on one more time. He said, I never knew until it was too late. We had that conversation in the in the conference room waiting to come in here that 
it goes by in, in the blink of an eye. And if you, you know, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss experiences that come with it. Hey, I never asked you your favorite memory from this season. Um, well, I, probably post the post games after the semifinal and the final. Okay. Seeing old old uh, seeing old players come back. Right. Um, the hugs. Yeah. You know, um, it's 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 funny because I feel your emotion here because I've been there, and uh, I appreciate your willingness to. To bring it out on the air because well, you know what? It's not really willing. It just kind of happens. Yeah. <laughs> the girls will tell you that. I'm a, usually a wreck. You're so. a crier? I am a crier. Are, Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I have no I have no shame. I'll tell no, you that I'm a crier. You know what? Uh, you, there's no shame given for the, for that. Um, congratulations. You know, it just means it means a lot to you. Right. That's all. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's really good to meet you. Thanks. Um, good luck. If there's anything, you know, if you need a cheese head sent to you. When you're gone, I'm your guy. I, I will keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'll never hear from you. Probably again. not. Ne- not. Not on that front anyway. Yeah. Lucy, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You bet, uh, Hannah. Uh, I hope uh, you get to play next year. Thank you. Yeah, you bet, uh, guys. Thanks a lot. And again, congratulations, Whitnell High School State Softball Champions. Until next year, until somebody wins it, you're you're the champions, state yep. champs. Till next year, etched so, in history. Etched in history, guys. Thanks for coming in. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Softball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.